Hello, world. Hey, world. Hello, world. Welcome to Hello, world. The future is female. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Hello, world. The future is female. I'm Isabella, and today I'm joined by Hemi, who's a good friend of mine and also someone I met doing an extracurricular activity with Mass Circles. So yeah, I just wanted to um, have this conversation with her to get her perspective as a senior in high school, who's very ambitious and productive and has been accomplishing amazing things. So yeah, thank you so much, Hemi, for taking the time to be on the podcast. Oh, thank you for asking me. I really appreciate it. And it's, I think it's going to be really fun. So as kind of concerning your high school experience, what are some reasons you really enjoy being, you know, 17 um, at this time in your life, or, or are there any specific aspects of, uh, or opportunities that you've really been able to appreciate at this stage in your life? Yeah. Okay. So I know for sure, like right now, a lot of people, especially for, um, at my age, there's a lot of stigma around like teenagers and like being wild, especially with social media. But I really, really love, especially right now as a young person, how our generation is so connected to each other. And I really love how, because of that, um, a lot of us as young teenagers are a lot more empowered and open to change. We see a lot of different things um, and it gives us a lot of opportunity to change the world ourselves. So, yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah, I think that a lot of people think that teenagers are kind of just partying, like you said, or we're just spending time on social media. But I think a big part about Gen Z is that we're all taking action. And I think our use of social media or our ability to connect with people in different ways is something that allows us to create more meaningful change and and reach more people. So I would definitely agree. Obviously, I mentioned that I met you while we were kind of doing this math extracurricular. What are kind of some positive aspects of studying math or this idea of pursuing it in a math circle? And how has this benefited you personally? So personally, I've had a pretty long history when it comes to studying math because I've done it even before I was actually put in school because it's a really big part of doing it. Like I did it when I was younger with my dad. Um, So yeah, it was kind of like a family event, <laughs> as if you could say. So uh, for me, math has really developed resilience. Um, The first time that I actually attended school and started math club and kind of like competition math I failed a lot of math competitions but because I failed I learned how important it is to be able to learn from your mistakes and grow and try again um and another really important thing that I think a lot of people overlook when it comes to studying math is how you learn a lot of self-mediation you learn how to um, self-control yourself and push yourself but not push yourself too much you kind of learn like your own limits uh, which helps me know myself better so for example as a consequence of learning and like failing it kind of helped me with self-control so like um, one thing is like I am a Hindu which means that I can't eat beef and I'm vegetarian but a couple of years ago I was able to completely quit eggs which I don't think looking back on it I don't think I could have done that without some of that self-control that I definitely learned at such an early age from studying math. Yeah I think you definitely touched on kind of how math has really developed your critical thinking skills and I think as a subject that's so inherently complex 
And that draws people away from it. I think this ability to almost go headfirst into the challenge is what kind of has built our characters, which um, is obviously a positive thing. Are there any particular math concepts or um, experiences that you've really found intriguing or enjoyable to learn about and kind of what makes those interesting to you? Yeah, so it might sound a little bit weird, but when it comes to math, I honestly just love looking at like the numbers themselves. Um, Specifically, when it comes to like things like number theory, I find that so interesting because it's almost like in my brain, I look at it as a puzzle and the numbers are like words. Like if you're reading a book, for example, the words kind of like flow, they fit together. So like same thing with the numbers, they kind of you can piece them together. And I know like a lot of questions, if you look at any sort of competition math number theory problems, especially, they require you to recognize some patterns and figure out, okay, I found this pattern. Now, how can I use this to actually uh, solve the problem? So I love that kind of process. It's I, it's like a puzzle, like I said, and it gives me like once I figure out how to actually manipulate the number to solve the question, it's like a sudden thrill and burst of adrenaline yeah I would totally agree I think that like a big part of math is seeing it as something that you can play with um and I think it was a great analogy like everyone loves wordle or playing with different language puzzles and so to think of math as something that's like inherently a puzzle you know I think it's something that can maybe inspire other people to pursue it as something that's not just something that you just memorize like formulas in school. Yeah. Um, and it's something that you can actually like, like figure out step-by-step step. and there's something about like this exhilaration that maybe we find and just like, you know what you're doing and you're just like, you go, go, go. And you follow this path until like you're stuck again. And then you just like, go, go, go until you know the next problem. Um, so yeah, I definitely would agree. How has uh, your understanding of math influenced your perception of the world around you or in what ways has it really helped you and kind of and you see different patterns in the world if that makes sense so that's a really good question um I think when I understand math it's definitely made me a lot more empathetic um more driven and definitely more ana- uh, analytical uh, because when you look at math, you see the stereotype of either you're smart or you're not smart. Either you're good with numbers or you're just not. Like, math is for you or it isn't. But what a lot of people don't see is that when it comes, like, to numbers intelligence, uh, which is what I like to call it, it's something that can definitely be learned. It's not something that you're born with or you don't have. It's a little bit more of a gray area. So uh, it's like you can be smart in uh, math or you can't. For some people, it comes a little bit easier. uh, But at the same time, it's like everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. You have to work harder for some things and you can't work harder for other things. So uh, it's okay. So like, for example, (laughs) it's kind of a weird analogy, but um, one of my smartest friends, he's one of the like, He's so good at any sort of math problems and he's really just a great person overall. But when you look at him, like the first thing he'll talk to you about is about proboscis monkey. Like he has, like he loves proboscis monkeys. So it 
you kind of don't see it at first but when you uh, like after I have learned math for so long it's definitely allowed me to see that there's so many problems that we face individually that can be solved with a little bit of self-confidence and a little bit of ambition and that has allowed me personally to definitely help do my part in helping others understand their own intelligence which is one of the reasons that I volunteer at Orlando Math Circle. Yeah I definitely think I never thought of the perspective of empathy. And um, I think that's a really interesting point. Like, why do you think that it inspires empathy? It's like, okay, so when I teach kids, especially like young girls in my classes online, you can see that they're struggling with some of these questions. And it helps you understand that okay, yes, this might be an easy problem for you or for some other girls, but for some people, it doesn't come as easy. And it's a really important point to consider that, okay, how can I look at this from her perspective? uh, And how can I understand the problem from the way she's looking at it so that I can explain it better to her? Yeah, that's true. That reminds me of this one problem or exercise that we did where we had to explain a concept, but at a certain level so like we had to embrace like a third graders mindset so we couldn't use um obviously we couldn't use calculus or like different rules that we would have known had we obviously been older and we had to solve this word problem and we would have to do it again if we were in kindergarten and first grade and it shows kind of this continuity of like anyone can be a math person it's just that sometimes we think of older people as like the experts and therefore they're the only ones who can solve the problem so yeah i definitely think that that's very important to highlight of just like anyone can solve math and it's a matter of having the confidence to do in the first place and having that community that's willing to support you yeah definitely and I guess on that same note do you have any advice for students who kind of feel intimidated by math or believe it's you know they're not math people or it might not be relevant for their future goals oh yeah definitely so personally from uh doing math for so many years I've learned a lot but one of the biggest things is to never stop believing in yourself uh, one really important thing is uh, when you do any sort of math you're obviously not going to get the answer on the first try you are not gonna get the whole topic perfectly it's gonna require a lot of practice and a lot of failures and a lot of times you might think that okay I don't think I can do this I just don't think that this is for me, but you have to kind of just look past it. Look at the positives, look at what, how much you can do um, and how much you've already achieved and it'll help you believe in yourself. And after like once it's all about mentality, that's what I believe. And once you have the mentality that I can push myself to as much as I want, it's going to be so easy for you to push past your limits and do so much more than what you can achieve. And, and on that note, it's also really important that Yes, you can push yourself as much as you want, but never be afraid to ask for help and never be afraid to take a break. Uh, Sometimes if you get frustrated, it's just so much more productive to just step away for a second, take a deep breath, maybe eat a snack, go watch TV for a second, um, and or just ask someone else for help. Even if they don't really understand the question as much, it's a lot it's really really helpful if you explain the problem to someone um and that'll help you get the answer as well uh and yeah overall just 
really don't stress too much. There's so many benefits to learning math. And if you think about it in the mentality that I really, really want to do this, and I really think that I can do this, then you'll definitely achieve your goals. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great point of just like, it's a process and you're gonna get stuck, like no matter how advanced you are in math. In fact, I've realized that the higher I go in the classes, the more confused I've become or like the more opportunities I have to not know the answer. And I think that is just part of exploring these different concepts of just like, you have to be comfortable not always knowing what you're doing. And, but also you have to be confident that you're going to figure it out and that there is a support system who can help you if that makes sense yeah exactly how has this kind of math education I know you did you've done math competitions math um, community events with OMC how has this all helped you develop valuable skills for your own future academic pursuits or career goals um so it's definitely helped me a lot with my critical thinking and logical reasoning skills so uh and those skills are really helpful when it comes to any sort of problem um for so okay uh currently for example when i lead uh my omc chapter club at my school i encounter a lot of setbacks um and a lot of obstacles even when i volunteer it's really hard sometimes to understand what a student is thinking or what they're trying to explain but uh i if you think about it in terms of like a math problem um that's really difficult sometimes you just have to take a step back uh look at everything as a whole or sometimes you have to take a step closer look at all of the details right uh you have to you might have to just think about everything again, think about the whole problem again, take out all of the details and then logic out the solution completely from scratch. And that might mean that you can think of alternatives or ask more questions to clarify the problem. And it just kind of depends. But overall, it's definitely helped me develop critical thinking skills for sure. Have you ever used math to tackle a personal project or solve a problem outside of a school setting or like a a scenario or circumstance where it was specifically dedicated to math? And if so, could you share an example? And the reason why I thought of this question is because like everyone says, oh, math will just be in school. Why? When will I ever need this? And so I was just curious if you ever had an experience where you actually didn't need math um, that it, and it was important. Yeah, Um. it's a... Uh... Honestly, I've asked myself that question so many times, especially while like sitting in calculus, uh, especially like, going over some really hard topics that I just, it just did not click in my mind. I'm like, oh, you know, like, when am I ever going to use this? But like, the more I kind of go further in my schooling, I realize that math is so essential to know uh, every single day we can use math, right? And even if we don't use math itself, so for example, I'm taking physics right now, and physics is completely based off of math. Even when I took chemistry, a lot of chemistry had a really strong foundation in math. So anything, any sort of science, um, a lot of times, even when you are thinking of like writing literature, you can use math in that as well. And even if you don't use math itself, the skills that you learn for math is really, really important. So like, one big thing is um, organization. Uh, organizing is really important in any sort of uh, everyday activity. 
And it's something that math teaches you. How can you think in a way that allows you to look back on it and completely understand what you've been doing, even if your mind is going at like 100 miles per hour? Um, and another thing is that although it might not seem like it, it's really useful in creativity. So it's really similar, actually, to like coloring with a crayon or something. Um, it requires a lot of unique thinking in order to see a problem differently. And at the same time, um, it also requires unique thinking to see the world differently. So it inspires, it kind of connects with every sort of subject. Even if you might not see that every day, you're using those skills every day. Yeah, that's true. Are there any misconceptions or stereotypes about math that you feel are just wrong <laughs> that you would like to address? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. Uh, girls can do math. A lot of people, especially like I know when I was younger, I uh, in. OK, so in my school, the way it worked was in middle school, if you wanted to participate in math counts, everyone would from elementary school, you would kind of start preparing for it. And based off of like how you did on competitions, how you were improving, um, what your scores were, how often you were available. Uh, the same teacher would teach us throughout all of those years. And when it came time to pick a math counts team, he would be the one who is kind of picking the top 12 students. And based off that, you kind of compete for who's in what team and stuff like that. But when I was picked for that math counts team, like that club, after school, I was staying for an extra two, one or two hours. And I was one of the only girls. I think it was two or three girls in that whole club and everyone especially like I remember thinking like I do not fit in I should not be here and it's something that's really important to address because I know like even in this day and age we kind of like to address or think of everything as equal equal opportunities and everything but even though there are equal opportunities there's definitely a lot more of a stigma when it comes to girls in stem um specifically girls in math and i see it also when i'm teaching students like little girls they are so quick sometimes to just be discouraged and it's really hurtful to see because I know that they're just as capable as any other guy or any other boy that I teach. And it really, it, sometimes it can harm their own self-confidence because they think, oh, uh, I can't do it, but all the guys can. So maybe, you know, maybe it's just me. And it's really important to address that because, again, the like when it comes to mathematical intelligence, it's not... It's something that you develop yourself, right? It's not something that you're born with. It's not something that genetically uh, boys have greater than girls, right? So it's something that you definitely, we need to look out for and we need to encourage girls to fail, <laughs> really fail and learn from their mistakes. So they're not scared of making them. Yeah, I know. I think that was a perfect response. I think everyone, or at least who identifies as a girl can understand this feeling of like, being in a class and you are the minority of the amount of people that are in that specific STEM class. Like in my physics class, it's probably five girls to like 10 boys maybe. Um, and I think that's just like, I, it's never been alternative where it's split even to even, or there's more girls than boys, I guess maybe in my English classes, it's that way. Um, 
And I think that there's this point of like, there has been this push of women in STEM and like women in math and all that, but focusing more on just like what these girls are actually feeling themselves of just like having confidence to ask your questions or not feel stupid if you're saying the wrong answer. Um, And I think that's the point of advocating for more girls to be, you know, more girls and their voices to be amplified and it's just because yeah there are women in stem it's just that not all of their voices are being heard and i think if we're able to have different role models like you in those positions where like you're mentoring little girls and they can see it's a possibility to be like smart and funny and kind you can have all these different dimensions you don't have to be this stereotypical nerd with two braids braces glasses and socially awkward to be good at math um i think that can obviously contribute to um, this perception or this confidence that mm-hmm. we can need in this community. Um, yeah. So my last question is, I asked this to everyone uh, to see their opinion on it. So it's, how are you going to change the world now or even in the near future? So just for some examples, some people will say they start with themselves. They kind of ripple effect. They are going to be the next Apple. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that's my question. Uh, that's a good question. And honestly, that's something that I've definitely thought about since I was really young. Because ever since I was little, I've always wanted to do something with the rest of my life that is fulfilling. And for me, fulfilling is means that I'm giving back to my community. Uh, and right now, I'm making that step by volunteering a ton, especially at um, OMC, at Mad Circles. I volunteer a lot. But in the future, um, like you said, definitely the first step is going to start with uh, helping myself, right? And then once I figure that out, <laughs> which I'm giving myself some wiggle room for, um, but once I figure that out, I definitely want to change the world by creating something new, by really just uh, getting more word out there whether that's just like giving advice to some people continuing on volunteering which I do plan on doing um maybe in some different fields but I really just want to change the world by you know making it something that younger me would definitely be proud of seeing and something that younger me would have wanted to live in I love that answer. Thank you so much, Hemi, for joining me on Hello World, the Future is Female, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for inviting me. Bye. That's it for today's episode. Remember to stay positive, stay inspired, and change the world. Bye, everyone.